Can you hear this in the background? Oh, I guess the song just ended. Well, there'll be another one in a second. It's Rolf uh, Lilvand, um, La Mascarade, music for Baroque guitar and the theorbo, which is a somewhat rare instrument. I guess it's, I'm not sure how old of an instrument it is. It's got a lot of, um, this is a long bass string, so it's very rich tone. Anyway, these are beautiful duets. And if you want more information, email me and I'll send you the, the information. I heard it somewhere and just had to track it down. And you can find my email at uh, knoxbronson.com. And if you haven't already, please go there and sign up for, you know, my mailing list. And there's video and lots of music and writings and all kinds of stuff. Um, And there are hundreds of Audio Boo podcasts. This is, as a matter of fact, the 500th Audio Boo, according to... The website, I've recorded 499 already. So, sort of a special edition, sort of a landmark, a hallmark, um, a milestone. And I didn't know what to say, but but then it hit me. I should just talk about what I'm doing right now and... What I'm doing right now is I've been in the sun pulling nails and screws out of a redwood decking that uh, got torn out where I'm staying right now. And I'm going to use the decking to build at least one table, maybe two, maybe three, if I have enough, uh, for the studio I'm moving into, the warehouse in Oakland. And uh, it's... I thought I would talk about doing the Wiley Coyote. Now, you know the name of this podcast is Riding the Wild Bubble. Some friends of mine were teasing me one night back in, I'd say, about 1995 about the uncertainty with which I seemed to live at the time. And I said, well, you know, I'm just riding the wild bubble, you know. So that's, and that's what I sort of have called this journey since since I got sober in 1990. I, and um, in about 1993, I read a book called Witness to the Fire, uh, Creativity and the Veil of Addiction. It's easy to find on Amazon for usually about two bucks. I recommend it highly if you're a creative type and also have dealt with or are dealing with issues of uh, addiction and or alcoholism. Um, And I knew right then and there, when I read that book, that I could not, I could no longer escape what and who I am in terms of being an artist. Um, For many years, I found it easier to 
sit in the bar and talk about all the stuff I was going to do. But I knew upon reading that book, and I was a few years sober by that time, now I had to do it. And I knew what that would mean in terms of economic security, reward, uh, frustration, learning my craft. I mean, I still remember what it was like to learn how to arrange a piece of music. How do you, how do, I mean, I, setting up a, a, a studio full of synthesizers and running them all off my Mac and, you know, learning how to write a bass line or a drum part or a string section or horns and learning about textures and color and sound and stuff like that. And just just plunging in all the way. And then, you know, just following it where it went. And then I, you know, about 2003, I, I uh, well, by that time I'd had this great idea to, um, well, I'd already self-published my book, my novel, Flapping, which is now a collector's item when you can find it. It goes, it goes for about 150 bucks on Amazon. And, uh, and, then I, and then I had the idea for the Honey Bun Spanking Kits, which, you know, was a art project and didn't really make any money. But that's okay. I got some great stories out of it. Then I got, you know, I got blown out of Oakland by being a witness to a, to a bullshit gun, gun incident on my block in Oakland. And uh, nobody got hurt or anything like that. They were just drunkenly firing off their guns. But they could put a guy away with my testimony and... Uh, and uh, word got to me that if I got subpoenaed, I wouldn't live to see the court date. So that was the beginning of, you know, the kind of the end of riding the wild bubble <laughs> and the beginning of doing the wily coyote. And doing the wily coyote is the adjunct to riding the wild bubble. Because at least when you're riding the wild bubble, you're on the bubble, right? And you're just floating wherever the, the winds of fortune take you. Uh, doing the Wiley Coyote, you're not living close to the edge anymore. You're over the edge and you can't look down. And that is how I have lived my life ever since. And I'm really feeling it right now at this moment. And I, I'm sure I have talked about, you know, my spiritual path and my sobriety um, before... I don't like to talk about it a lot because it's very personal and, um, and you know, I just, I'm very wary of people that, you know, parade that stuff out there and the gurus, you know, like Deepak Chopra and uh, Marianne Williamson, people like that, because what I've heard about them, people have encountered them as they're just awful human beings, although they talk it great, you know, so... Anyway, so I'm very cautious or wary about that. But, but when I say that, you know, my, my sobriety, my spiritual path is, is the hub of my life. And I, uh, everything is, radiates out from that. And uh, all the music, all the art, writing, everything. And, uh, you know, I love to laugh, have a great time and all that. You know that. But um, 
I, I am very serious about living by the, the principles of, you know, our program. And I mean, I take it very seriously. And I don't feel that I have any wiggle room, in, especially because of the way I there's no cushion. I'm about to move into this warehouse. I'm very excited, but believe me, I have some trepidation. I'm trying to envision what it could be. I'm thinking of a gallery and a studio and uh, doing, you know, shows and doing events like involving art and music and food. So I've got to figure out how to, how we can cook in there. And there are, there are a couple of toilets. There's a couple of sinks. There's a shower. They're not really all, they're, they're kind of scattered around. So, you know, it's, it's I'm, and I'm trying to, and it's, it's really off the beaten path. So it's going to be a challenge. And uh, I mean, I just, you know, uh, that's one reason why I, um, I'm, you know, working today. I just, just when, when things, uh, get intense. Uh, I mean, I, I find refuge in working on something and this is very manual. I'm just pulling nails and screws and sawing off, you know, rough ends and stuff like that. But it's, uh, you know, it will, when I'm done, I'll have a good idea how many tables I can build. And I kind of, it's all taken, taken form and I'm open to, uh, suggestions, of course. So, Yes, I mean, Wiley Coyote is fine until he looks down. Isn't that how it works? So yeah, riding the wild bubble and doing the Wiley Coyote. Um, and it's just the way it is. That's, and uh, I'm grateful for this adventure and I'm, um, you know, I'm just plunging ahead into the next. And I hope you'll be with me. And uh, uh, so, yes, this is Knox on the 500th audio boo of Riding the Wild Bubble. And with you. And all I can say is if you feel like you're doing the Wiley Coyote as well. Don't look down and it'll be okay. All right, over and out.